This is the Intentional Disruption Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Demo, and welcome to the third time I've tried to record this episode. Interestingly enough, sometimes podcast episodes get messed up because you didn't use notes, or the content didn't come out the way you want, or other times it'll be that the technology wasn't there, something happened and you lost something or it compressed there's things that sometimes come up in a podcast where you have to redo an episode in my case it's none of those things i'm recording this at 4:30 in the morning on the 3rd so literally the day it's going to be issued because i've been trying to find a way to recount the story and give the lesson without it being overly political. And Mike, you might say, well, it's your podcast, do what you want. I really do try to keep things on the level. And there's a confluence of events that make it hard to do. So the theme of what I wanted to talk about today is the fact that nobody is coming to save you. Uh, nowadays, we have a belief that the government will save us not in my friend circle but in society in general now that's an interesting thing because the government might be the worst entity one could humanly imagine at doing anything that is agile timely and effective it's not not really their thing and if you need an example, I'd like to use the DMV. Um, if your state has a DMV, you know exactly what I mean. Uh, not the most efficient vehicle. And as a matter of fact, it's 2022. I remember the last two years. Um, I remember people I know whose businesses got shut down. I remember mandates of many different types. I see rules and regulations, taxes, levies. So I don't presume that the same entity that's doing that is going to save me. It's just this weird thing that I have. And in the circles that I run in, we we just don't expect that. Matter of fact, um, there's a good quote. The scariest words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. And there might be some that still believe, but I stopped believing in the tooth fairy a long time ago, so that's pretty much how I feel about that. And Mike, why do you say things like this? Well, history is a great teacher. As I write this, there's you know tragedy in Florida with the people that are going to need a lot of assistance, a lot of people dying. And the federal government is talking about equity in their response. To be clear, what that means is they're using race and demographics to determine how to help somebody. Which is abhorrently ridiculous. As somebody that actually listened to what Dr. King said, I see the equity move 
as one of the biggest lies you could tell to somebody. So, unless we're talking about business equity, the word equity is being misused in a just horrible manner. But there's those that will say, well, the government's going to come to save me. Well, they just said what their rules are going to be for how they go about that, which is, I mean, never mind the Constitution for a minute, because it doesn't really apply. It's the executive branch. But imagine the avarice that one must have to play games like that when people's lives are at stake. It's pretty amazing. Unfortunately, it's not the first time. And that's why I say nobody is coming to save you. You see, in Connecticut, we had a hurricane that came through um, about 10 years ago. Name was Sandy. And under a different administration, although it's kind of the same administration because the current president was the vice president, they downgraded the storm from a hurricane to a superstorm. I don't know what a superstorm is, but that seems like a nonsense term to me. It's kind of like this bomb cyclone thing we had. Like, okay, I get it. Millennials are in the weather room now, but stuff doesn't change. Like the weather that we have now in some form has been around for millions of years. Like bomb cyclone, bro, take it easy. It reminds me of the weathermen that are struggling against the wind and some dude in flip-flops like walks past without a problem. Like, you might be doing too much. But how does this apply to nobody coming to save you? I'm just trying to get the point across that you need to put a plan in place for yourself. Because after Hurricane Sandy, FEMA came by and gave people some tarps. Well, that's useful. Um, I guess the rest of the house that had the first floor gutted out. At least they won't get water damage from the roof. Seems kind of silly. You know, or when you think of the FEMA camps after Hurricane Katrina. Which, another amazing situation. The government's not the most efficient tool. And in business, and this might hurt to hear this way, but you might not be the most efficient, well, I'm not going to say most efficient tool. Um, You might not be the most efficient person for the operations that you're trying to execute. It's one of those things where you have to be honest with yourself. And then find the right person to help you execute a self-rescue. Because the government's not going to help you. They're more than happy to have you shut down at the end of the day. It serves them to have people in a less powerful position. If that wasn't the case, why would they spend so much time trying to get people dependent upon a government program? 
make sense. But you have to execute a self-rescue. When Hurricane Sandy hit in Connecticut, I lived, I don't know, two miles away from the water. And my stepdad had just finished building a couple million dollar house on a peninsula in Westport, Connecticut. So I figured I'm a lot closer than he is. Let me go check on the house see how it's doing. And as I was driving through um, a little bit of the storm surge that had flowed over, like it was only like a foot and a half worth, I see this middle-aged lady inside of her car. It was a 5 Series BMW. Just parked in the water. I thought, well, it's interesting. You live on a peninsula. And you waited until the water was already over the road to leave. And some people just don't have common sense. It's a thing. I grant it. So I go up to this lady. I'm like, ma'am, can I help you out? Oh, my, my car's stuck. I'm just waiting for the tow truck so they can bring it to the garage. Now, mind you, this is salt water. <clears throat> Excuse me. It is a um, foot and a half high, and then when it laps with the waves, it's a little bit more than that. Honey, your car, like, it's shot, and salt water and the electronics, uh, that, that car is never going to be driven again. It's going to be salvaged. Uh, she hydrolocked the engine, but has no clue about that. She has no idea. Cars and replies to her. And I'd asked her why she was where she was. She was like, oh, it didn't seem like it was that bad, so I just stayed. This is somebody that has millions of dollars because the houses on this road cost millions of dollars even 10 years ago. <clears throat> More money than common sense. And just assumed that somebody would come save her. So I hooked up a strap to her car, um, took my blazer and pulled her out. Tow truck didn't come for another 40 minutes. If that storm surge had continued on the trajectory that it had up to the point when I'd arrived, better than even odds, her car gets pulled into the ocean. Better than even odds, she drowns because she did not get out of her car even though the water was halfway up her door. Nobody is coming to save you. She got lucky. That's all that was. But why do I share a story like that? It's not for the self-aggrandizement. Um, you know, didn't have Instagram back then or anything. Didn't post really cool pictures about it. But I want you to be aware that you need to have the contingency plan and the self-awareness to be able to make a change when you can see that things aren't serving you. Matter of fact, we're now in October. 
if your business trajectory is the same as it was when you started this year, if some of the concerns that you have are the same as they were at the beginning of the year, if it's gotten worse, you need to put a plan in place to execute a self-rescue. While you still have strength, resources, energy, you need to put a call into somebody that can help you change the trajectory. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there that will say that they can help you. They'll say that they're a coach, a consultant. And my God, if you go into the Facebook groups for mergers, acquisitions, business development and consulting, what a bunch of people that have read a book but have never actually run a business. So buyer beware, uh, caveat emporum, I think is a Latin for that, because it can get a little bit wild. And using Hurricane Sandy as an example, again, um, one of my friends had their, they lived right on the water, had the bottom floor of their house just absolutely gutted out. Never ended up moving back into the house, they had to leave. But it helped him salvage what was left, and, you know, he was Italian, so he was like, oh, the government, they're, you know, they, they'll come help, and uh, that house, I mean, there's still houses in Milford, Connecticut that have storm damage from Hurricane Sandy, decade on. There was, well, it's not a hurricane, it's a tropical storm, and there's all these things that, well, the government wasn't going to help you, and the insurance companies. No, they, they they were able to find some rules. And I don't know if it was because it wasn't categorized as a hurricane that they got some special treatment. But these people did not get helped. And it took years. So if you don't have a contingency plan, you're not prepared. Things can only go the same way that they're going or get worse. When you have a plan, when you put things in place to execute the self-rescue, you start to see optimism just because having a plan begins that. You start to get a little bit of that feeling like, all right, we're in control. And then when you level up and have somebody that can come in as an implementer to help you and deleverage your time so you can focus on what you do best. That's where the magic happens. That's where growth happens. And in your business, I wish that for you. And to be clear, it doesn't have to be me. I'm not putting an ad out for myself with this. I just want you to be aware because when my business was at top of its game and I was competing at a national level as far as sales and recruiting were going. If I'd had somebody come in and help me just stabilize and systematize a couple key processes, that business would end up doing seven figures more than what I was doing. And 
the trajectory of my life would have changed. I'd prefer that you didn't have to wait 12 years to learn that lesson. I'd much rather that you were able to execute it now. So if you have any questions on that, um, inquiries at growwithdelta.com. I'm an open book on some of this stuff. Uh, You can check me out on LinkedIn, Facebook, it's Mike Demo, either way. Uh, Don't really do a ton on Instagram. It's not something I do a bunch of. But take a look at me on LinkedIn. That's where you're more likely going to get some of the good value. Um, I do have a private Facebook group. I don't really promote it, but it's there. And I am in the middle of putting together a front-end mastery course for your business that will make you the top-requested business in your space, in your region, pretty much inside of 60, 90 days. So take a look out for that. Uh, It's according to uh, some of my friends that are in the space. They looked at me and like, dude, you're giving that away? Pretty much. Um, the amount of value that I'm going to provide to you in that course is just, it's silly. Um, I I joked with one of my friends when he audited the course for me that if you don't make 10 times more than what you paid for this course, like during the course, we had a massive miscommunication and that's probably my fault. And he chuckled about it because I was like, dude, there's no way that you wouldn't do that. So pretty sweet. Um, you know, it's just part of my passion to help solidify American small businesses so that we can solidify our communities because the only way we're going to change the trajectory of this court, excuse me, this country is from the bottom up. Take a look at the top. It, I mean, it's just disgusting. So if we're going to become a powerful, loving, caring nation again, it starts with you, with your employees and your community and your family, and it spreads up from there. I'm your host, Mike Demo. Thank you for your time.